Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I am Jillian Landis, and I'm Marie Wallace, and we are your hosts today. Hello everyone and welcome to Braveheart Conversations. I'm Jillian Landis and I'm here today with Marie Wallace. Good morning. And today we are going to be speaking about actions instead of words. So not necessarily the actions that we're doing or the words we're saying, but believing the actions of others instead of the words that they're speaking. Mm -hmm. Believing what you see, not what you hear. So I'm going to open us up today actually with something that I wrote. Um, that really pinged for me this week. So here we go. When people show you their true colors, believe them. So many times I have made the mistake of believing people who speak nice words without substance. I have allowed myself to be vulnerable to empty commitments, declarations of love, rosy illusions of identity, and others' promises of what they're going to do. I have believed them wholeheartedly without question even when the actions didn't match. A huge way I get to build my self-trust is knowing I have my own back when I see signs of dishonor and incongruence. We all know actions speak louder than words, but how many of us make decisions based on the actions we see instead of the words we hear? We loan money because they said they would repay it, even though they have dishonored loans in the past. We trust someone in our home because they said they would respect house rules, even though they have dishonored requests in the past. We enter relationships because they said they believe in equality, building trust, open communication, living a healthy lifestyle, etc., even though they haven't been living in alignment with these beliefs before meeting you. We allow someone to borrow a possession of ours because they said they would be careful, even though they do not treat their own possessions with care. We treat a rental or enter a rental contract with a roommate because they said they would repay the rent, even though they have not honored past contracts. We believe someone's allegiance to sobriety because they said they were done, even though their promises in the past have been empty. We offer trust in sharing our emotional vulnerability because they said we were safe to share even though they gossip about others. We jump into a work contract because they said they were team-oriented, even though their high turnover rate and employee complaints say differently. Sloppy promises are everywhere. The name of the game is honor, and it gets to start with us. When we hold a higher level of honor in our sacred space, we require everyone else to level up. As long as we tolerate, as long as we silently comply and compromise, as long as we deny the truth we see in front of our own faces, the shadow of dishonor is allowed to continue, and our own self-betrayal lives on. Many, many people think they want me as an employee, as a friend, as a partner, as a roommate, as a lover. The truth is many people are not ready to be at the level of honor I require in my space. Talk is cheap, and if the actions don't match, I'm simply not available. My own level of commitment to my own values requires my willingness to stand alone 
and this is why many people choose compromise and denial. Because it is fucking hard to honor yourself at this level. When you are willing to lose it all, when no cost is too much, when self-love isn't just lip, lip service, believe what you see, not what you hear. Honor that unapologetically. That's brilliant. And that, to me, is a little piece of my own shadow work. You know, um, a lot of my life I did live believing the words of others, even when it was, you know, a broken record over and over and over. The actions told me something different. And I wanted so badly to believe that someone was going to be different this time. Well, even as we're raised, a lot of us were raised with do as I say, not as I do. I mean, you're in yeah. that compliance and you're, you're watching in action what you're told not to do. And then mm -hmm. you're, yeah, it's incongruent. And it, it takes a high level of self-love and boundaries and honor. Yeah. 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 I think Oprah has a quote that says, believe people the first time they show you who they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many good ones. Yeah. You know, uh, believe people's true colors. You know, I have, I have that written on my mirror. When people show you their true colors, believe them. Because this has been a hard one for me. I really want to trust, right? Mm -hmm. I really want to trust when somebody tells me, um, something about who they are, even if that's so blatantly different than what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. what, but going back to what you wrote, the cost is self-betrayal mm -hmm. and self-trust. Because if I'm, I'm continually breaking the promises to myself mm -hmm. or continually bringing people into my space, I'm dishonoring myself. And how can I trust me? Mm -hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. It's, there is definitely a high level of self-trust. If I, if I can believe that I'm going to look at those true colors and not base my decisions on what somebody else is telling me, right. but I'm, I'm able to be honest. This really comes back to a level of honesty. Mm -hmm. I'm honest with myself about what I see because so many of us are walking around in denial. Mm -hmm. And the, the people in our space that are saying these things are also in denial. They're just incongruent with their behavior. They're telling you, you know, my value is whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm thinking of that last one, you know, at a job. You know, mm -hmm. how, many, how many jobs will hire you and tell you about, you know, their team spirit and how, how much they and value And they might them. believe it and they, they, they might do. not I know think. they're not... Con incongruency with what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But then if you do a little digging, you know, oh, why did the last person leave? And how often have there been last people? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you do some digging and then those values really fall apart. Mm -hmm. They weren't ever real. Or maybe they were real years ago, but they're not real today. Um, and we want to believe. Mm -hmm. I think we, you know, we so often, we want to believe that people are... Um, telling us exactly who they are. And the kicker is, I think, they are telling us a portion of who they are. Mm -hmm. They're telling us who they want to be. They're telling us, you know, what their values are. What they're um, striving for. What they're striving for. You know, that may be their light side, but there is also the shadow is present, and we get to be honest about mm -hmm. that. We get to be honest about what we see, and we get to... Um, not only hold ourselves accountable, but we get to hold everyone accountable. Mm -hmm. um, 
And that doesn't mean that we are mean. No. Um, it just means we're honest. And that takes a tremendous amount of courage. It's so difficult to say, you know, I'd love to have you as a roommate, but <laughs> yeah. um, based on this, this history, I'm not comfortable trusting you. And this goes back to what we've talked about many times, which is trust is earned. Mm -hmm. Trust is not just given, right? It's not a right. Well, and going back to something else you said, it gives them an opportunity to level up. Yes. As well, to be in your space. And I, and I, I abide by that code as well. And, and in that space, it, it, it honors everyone. Mm -hmm. it, it's honoring them as well. And they, we only get so much time and so much space to do the things that that we came here to do and mm -hmm. and we have to honor that as well and it's no I think a part of our human behavior is you know if I have a really shadowy area I will often gravitate towards <laughs> the people that are going to be in this denial with me so true they're not going to call me on it you right. know it it's it's hard if there's somebody that is going to call you on that shadow stuff um and you know I'd like to also touch on people that have experienced trauma and, right. um, you know, shout out to some of our, um, veterans listening as well. I know that, that you have all experienced trauma yeah. as well. Um, but some of, some of this trauma response that can happen is it, it can feel unsafe mm -hmm. to, um, call people on their shadow or, or be honest because, Sometimes we've been in relationships where that denial is survival mm -hmm. because if you do um, talk about actions versus what is being said, there's some real anger and violence and explosion yeah. that can happen on the other side of that. And a lot of loss would, mm -hmm. would be added loss that, that sometimes is scary too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I know that this is this is true for me. Sometimes that old pattern of thinking it's people pleasing mm -hmm. um which even though like I, I feel like people pleasing is demonized a lot we also get to respect the fact that this was uh, a survival coping skill for a lot of us yeah you know for me um that got me through a lot of trauma was was people pleasing catering um then you can belong <laughs> and be part of yeah, something. not just yeah. belonging, but it it kept violence at bay. That's true. It too. kept anger at bay. True. Um, <clears throat> so, for me, and it and it goes deeper than that too. It's not just avoiding the anger of someone else, but it's also avoiding, um, you know, if this is. If this is true, like in my own mind, if I strip away the denial in my own self, then what? Mm -hmm. Then what? And so it was easier, it was easier to suppress that and believe the words instead of the actions. Because if the actions were true, then I had a whole deeper level of life that needed to change. And, and it's messy. So messy. <laughs> and and for me, that day did come. That mm -hmm. day came where I decided um, to go ahead and look at the actions that were mm -hmm. around me. And for me, um, that was in multiple capacities. So over this last year, I got super honest about my marriage. So I am like 
almost exactly at the one year anniversary of leaving um, a really toxic relationship and I got to get honest about alcoholism. I got to get honest that this was not going to change, likely. And I wasn't, I was not willing to wait for it to change right. anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and for so long, I was suppressing it and, and just in this space of, um, well, it'll all go back to normal. This is just a phase. If I just, you know, grit my teeth and bear mm -hmm. it, it'll all go back to normal and we'll be fine and everything will be, everything will be great again. And, um, I got to come to terms with no matter how great things ever were or no, no matter how great things could be in the future, what was happening in my world was completely unacceptable. Mm -hmm. um, I also got to that point with work. I had been compromising my own values for a long time working in the mental health field. And then I ended up, you know, uh, I was with an agency that I really loved um, but they, their values really shifted and changed and became out of alignment with mine. And it's so easy for those changes to happen right under your nose. And, um, things can start out as an honoring relationship and can go south mm -hmm. and can become not a fit anymore. And, um, so when their values were no longer my values, for a while it's that whole safety idea again mm -hmm. you know you stay because it's safer you know there's an income there's a there's also the side of worried about their feelings oh and yeah their caretaking caretaking that's a big component because sometimes we're like well what kind of human being am i if i'm not willing to wait out yep. them getting sober or them yep. getting them you know doing their own personal work what why can't i wait out and and there comes a point when like what you were saying earlier where we don't know how long that will take it may never come but right here right now there's a huge disconnect and it's it's a wide gap yep between what i value and what what's showing up right and today um Today, I get to be at a level of honor where it doesn't really matter when that incongruence shows exactly. up. I I have no issue at this point releasing whatever that is. If it's a human being... That's letting go of people-pleasing. Yeah, <laughs> it's people-pleasing and it's, it's releasing this idea that I'm somehow in this position that... I'm going to make or break them. Mm, yeah. You know, and I just wrote a post about this. Is that the hero this. complex? Totally, yeah. yes. Yeah, because I really came from a place that, um, you know, without me, yeah. <laughs> without me, they're going to fail. Without me, they're going to, you know, what I'm the glue holding mm -hmm. everything together. I've had people come up and tell me this. You know, <laughs> so-and-so wouldn't be able to survive without you. And it's like this sick, like give you a pat on the back for being their savior. Yeah. Ooh, that's so icky it today. It is icky. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> even when you hear it go on in your head and you hold that thought for a second and you're going, oh, well, I'm past that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because at one point I really believed that. Mm, and it's so interesting because the, the codependency piece, you think that you're, you know, you're the... <laughs> The yep. nice one, the selfless yep. one. And um, it's funny to me that... <clears throat> the you could root... be further victimizing them. 
Well, you that. often are. Yeah. Because you're not allowing them to do. You're in their way. But it's interesting, too, that a lot of times the root is actually believing that you have this superpower yeah. to save them. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a whole lot of selfishness, not. And egoish. It's uh, so egotistical. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I just got a shirt that just cracked me up when I saw it. it says, oh, I uh, love that one. Um, <laughs> she is not your rehab. I love that. And I totally believed that I was, I was rehab. I was rehab for many men. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it didn't work out well. Well, we are in that field of caretaking and, you know, coaching. And so, yeah, it's kind of one of those traps mm -hmm. that we can fall into if we're not aware. Totally. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm not the savior for anyone. I'm not your rehab. <laughs> and I'm not your coach either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like we just unpeeled lots of layers. Of oh, there's a lot in that. <laughs> onion. Lots of that. Uh, and so many of those things are just motives why we don't, um, why we, we don't Do believe yeah. what we're seeing. Um, because it's really scary. It requires a lot of courage to see what what is actually happening happening in front of us there's a lot of courage there's also this deep desire as a human i think to want to believe for them and that could be our emotions or our feelings involved like or that hopeful nature some of us have where we're going oh i want to believe this so badly and it'll be repeated over and over like you said and then you realize oh wait a minute i'm still in this pattern it could never change, like you were saying, too. And I like that point. There's there's kind of a yes and here where um, I want to have hope for people. Like, yes. that's not something that I want to shut down. However, I don't need to put myself in a vulnerable position in order to believe that someone is going to change or can change. Right. So I can look at a roommate for example, somebody mm -hmm. that wants to be a roommate and look at their rental history and say this is not an honoring it's decision not a good for fit. me. Yeah. Um, that trust gets to be earned. But I can still send them away saying, I know you're going to break this pattern and you are right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, revisit Just this. Now's not a good time. Yeah, <laughs> revisit this in a year. I'd love to reconsider you. I'm, you know, I totally believe that you're in a different place now. You know, it's a both and. It doesn't right. necessarily mean um well, you're going to be a fuck-up forever. Right. Well, and it doesn't mean that they even have to... So going back to the lover or friend in that space, it doesn't mean... Again, it could, doesn't mean right now. It could be later. But it, it, it could also be that um, just... It may be never. But you can yep. still say, you know, honor them and be part of their lives... But back to our 10-foot pole, mm -hmm. we don't have to have them in this immediate circle all the time. And, and I think sometimes we have to give ourselves permission for oh, that, yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's so many hang-ups around, you know, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm selfish. How dare I uh -huh. um, abandon someone like that? Mm -hmm. Well, um, so often what I've seen in my relationships is that when I give myself permission to honor myself and that often means holding bigger boundaries and pushing people further away out of my space mm -hmm. um, allowing them to earn that trust instead of just giving it to them as if it's something super cheap 
Um, That's how your relationships get deeper and better too. Honoring those boundaries, honoring you know, that trust and honoring all those, that's how you get the better relationships. Because mm-hmm. then when people come into your space, you're going, okay, that now we can, we can take that deeper. Cause I already know this part. I, I, that's not quite where I wanted to go with this, but that's okay. But, it, but you can have deeper relationships. And with Joe and I, we have that thing. I love you so, so much. But I, I also honor and know and value myself, which provides safety for both of us. So we both know that there may come a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we hope not. We really like each other, too. But there may come a time that it doesn't work for us anymore. And we both are willing to um, let go of it if needed. Yeah. I mean, or, I mean, we can still work on things and, and we're at a different level now, but we also know that nothing's permanent. Yep. And we also know that to get that relationship to the deeper level, we have to honor those things all along the way as we're getting. Well, and ironically, <laughs> the more that you hold that relationship with an open fist, mm-hmm. um, the more secure it is. Truth. The more you try to grasp onto it, the more that you're in danger of it slipping away. It's really crazy how that works. And, you know, I also think by holding people to a higher standard of boundaries, when you Mm -hmm. say, um, I love myself enough that if you dishonor me in whatever your ways are, you know, these values, if you are disrespecting me, if you are degrading me, if you are, Mm -hmm. uh, stealing from me, lying to me, you know, you will not be in my space. I don't care who the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I've married you. I don't care if you're my mom. I don't <laughs> care if you're my sister. I don't care That's if true. you're my son. Like, I don't care who what you the are. Relationship is. If you do these things, I am not available for you to be in my space, period. And that doesn't mean that I don't love you. That just means this is how much I love myself. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, that and happens. how much happier your life is because of that. Absolutely. But what what's really funny about what happens is if you flip that around, and I lived my life like this for a long time, and this is a really painful lesson. When I decided, okay, now I'm committed to this person, and I'm not leaving no matter what, mm-hmm. and I will tolerate anything because I made this commitment, and I am mm-hmm. a tenacious bulldog, mm-hmm. um, what happens then is the energy becomes that person knows Mm -hmm. that they can do whatever they want and you're never going to leave. You have no standards. You have no, it's a conflict of your values Mm -hmm. too. And, um, and so then they are not held to this, this level of, um, behavior and, even subconsciously, it's not like it's this intentional, well, I can get away with anything, so now I'm going to try. It's just you teach people how you're willing to be treated. And there's a certain level of, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, your relationship is constantly new and challenging. Mm-hmm. If, if I know my relationship is not... Like, Marie, I can't just yell at you. I can't just criticize you. I know you're going to walk out the door if if I do that. (laughs) Yep. Like, that holds me to a different level of integrity. Yeah. 
And so my relationships, even though I can't change other people, that's not within the realm of my power, I definitely am able to set standards and boundaries for mm -hmm. me that influence other people. Exactly. So when I set those standards for me, and I'm absolutely committed to following through on that. Mm -hmm. You yell at me, you will leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when that is truth and that is what will happen, mm -hmm. um, everyone else around me feels that power, knows that mm -hmm. power and behaves differently and is different. Mm -hmm. Well, and you're living that authentic life. And so not only are you valuing, you're living authentically by your own guide lines right and people can see with your word and deed your actions and your words that you're living your code of honor yes if that's um which is really what we're talking about right here is you're living your code and and that helps everyone level up it does because i've had lots of people ask me you know questions about self-love and self-care how do i get to that point of being able to say you know I love you enough to let you go or give you some space and hold space for them. But, um, yeah, in an honoring way, but it doesn't mean, like you said, it have to, doesn't have to be in that inner circle. Yep. Way it is. Yep. I still get to love you and maybe I expand those boundaries a little bit bigger and then see if you are trustworthy in that mm -hmm. level. And I get to always change and adapt. Again, according to the behavior I see, not according to the words I hear. Because talk is really cheap. I'm reading this book right now called, um, Why Does He Do That? Mm. And it's about abusive and controlling relationships. Mm. And it's a really, really interesting book. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting how it talks about, um, at the beginning of a relationship, if you do see some... Uh, behaviors that are out of alignment with what your values are really being willing to walk away from that relationship being willing to take a break being willing to kick them out of your space um, because it does so much damage to say I don't like that please stop doing that and they continue doing it and, and you then let them, you, yeah. yeah you don't actually hold that boundary the only real way to show them you're serious is by following through mm -hmm with taking a break, leaving, um, and if you do not, you are selling, you are, you're totally compromising your own value. Totally. And shortcuts. I was going to go back to where you were talking about that, um, that closed fist, um, in a relationship. So when, mm -hmm. when, a, when someone does decide to leave in the relationship and the other person's badgering them and they go back, I mean, mm -hmm. they, they've just compromised as well. Cause I, I've seen that I've done that where, you know, it, you've been badgered enough and you're just totally telling them how to treat you in that moment. Okay. It's okay for you mm -hmm. to badger me. And it sounds so silly when you go, okay, you have to do these things because you're married to me mm -hmm. or, and, and you believe it because your priorities are different at that time. Um, because my commitment to the relationship was stronger than the, the will mm -hmm. or the will or the skill at the time. Um, anyway, I was just talking about that closed fist thing because I know a lot of people who are struggling with that mm -hmm. being 
badgered and and coerced and guilted and blamed and shamed into going back or but you belong to me right, yeah one of those. yeah yeah I've been involved in those yeah ownership is a really big you know that was something that was covered in this book and um and that's a, a big red, red flag of a um abusive relationship is that aspect of too. ownership um that yeah I <laughs> Well, she's mad at me because I won't let her hang out with this friend, but I let her hang out with all these other friends. <laughs> just goes back to this belief of ownership that somehow you get to dictate the other person's um, right. behavior because you're in a relationship or you're married to them. And it goes back to this thinking here that you own this person. Yeah. And they're still autonomous. They're still an individual. They still get to make decisions. So yeah, may, perhaps one of these other episodes will talk about some of the red flags of an abusive relationship mm -hmm. and identifying those before you're in too deep and it's super dangerous to get out. And can we do the green flags too? Oh I yeah, like that. I love the green <laughs> the flags. The red flags and the green flags. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, that would be a great episode. Um, yeah, so let's wrap up um, yeah, actions so versus people. words. Believe what you see, not what you hear. Um, super, super key. So if you have any thoughts that have popped up, things that you'd like to talk about with us, or, um, even ideas for something you'd like for us to talk yeah, about in the future. Awesome. Yeah, we'd love to hear that from you. Um, yeah, we will... Um, do this again next week. Every every week we're here on Thursdays. If you would like to contact us with a topic you'd like to hear or um, something that you'd like to um, discuss with us, challenges or successes, we would love to hear from you. My email address is defytheaverage at gmail.com and you can reach Marie at mariesgold.com. Marie at mariesgold.com. And you know, please share this. If you found this valuable, I know there are other people that feel the same way. Feel free to share it and, and let people know about some of the discussions we have because, yeah. Yeah, please do. Please, please share it. People need to hear this. And if, you, if someone pings for you, there's a reason why. Exactly. So follow that intuition. With that said, we love you all and yes. we hope that you have a fabulous week. Marvelous. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Would you just open your